0: All right, DJ podcast. We brought you into the next to the ocean today. That that's that was the sound the meditation sound I brought you in. Uh we're going to do chapter 2 of a uh, book, The Inner The Inner Work. And as I read it, <laughs> and I'm surprised it wasn't like completely obvious to me the inner inner as in your inner like inside yourself, working on your inner self. Oh my gosh. Like sometimes I'm blind to the things that are right in front of me, you know. Uh, I read, <clears throat> I read through chapter two, and admitted, admittedly, 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 admittedly so, admittedly so. Yeah, I think I'm saying it right. Um, it's cringy, <laughs> but it's cringy for a reason, and and there's a certain part of it that they they do make it incredibly cringy. But once I got through the chapter, I felt good about it. (laughs) And uh, it's called Chapter 2, Compassion for Ourselves and Others Along the Journey. The desire to know your own soul will end at other desires. Uh, Rummy, are you, am I? And (laughs) here's the cringe part. I'm going to read to you the cringe part. But I want to set it up like this. After I read the cringe part, I, I, I kind of said to myself, like, uh, the, next, the next phrase, the next line was, oh, yeah, no, they're, they're going to make this good. And, and they did. So here we go. Here's from the book. Um, the first step in revealing your current autonomy of consciousness. And they, like, give you these phrases that they want you to say to yourself. Like, I am pure. I am innocent. I am already worthy. I forgive myself and others. I am wanted and needed. I am seen. <laughs> I have no regrets. I am free from my past. I am talented. I am a success. My life is a success. Uh, I only see opportunities. A bunch of these. Like He's got, like, 25, 25 of these uh things i'm brilliant i i have access to genius ideas uh, i'm intelligent i'm a peace at every moment it's like ah oh, oh, it's painful it's just pain it's reading this it's just painful to me it's like oh, self-help books always kind of put these phrases in them where it's like all right all right well um we'll we'll go along with it you know i want to read it i want to share it with you and stuff like that anyways hold on one second right. i forgot that i was also doing the. i'm now also doing the recordings i'm doing the recordings on youtube and here's the book and basically the only thing you missed is all these phrases that i'm talking about where it goes like i'm brilliant i have access to genius ideas i'm intelligent um <laughs> i go with the flow I trust, and I will always. I trust, I will always be okay. I'm unique, and I'm gifted. A whole bunch of phrases like that, and it's cringy to me. It's cringy. But then the book goes, "What did you think about all this?" Pay special attention to any of the affirmations that you may cringe or squirm with discomfort and avoidance. I'm like, I'm so glad they admit it because that that is just exactly how I felt. Like I'm just. I'm just like looking at it going like, oh, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, like you're just going to give me a bunch of phrases and affirmations in chapter two. Like chapter one started out so good, but then it continues on. Perhaps something to the effort of this is stupid. You don't know me. This is just too much. Or perhaps attempt or perhaps it's an attempt to rush through and overlook the statements and not take them too seriously. Okay, I get it. Let's skip Let's skip to the next few lines. How long is this going to be for? Yeah, yeah, love thyself. All in an attempt to run away and avoid looking at what is really getting triggered. And I was like, I was the person, okay? My viewpoint of it immediately was, I already know what this is going to say. I already know what this is going to be. So I'm just going to I'm just going to skip ahead and I was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, this is the yeah, okay. And then I read this line, this this paragraph that I should read to. I'm like, all right, it's good. Let's see where this is going. Then <coughs> it says, "This is the first demonstration of what your mind is doing to you when you are exposed to anything outside of your current spectrum of consciousness." So it's setting you up and saying that you already have these preconceived notions of you're not worthy, uh, kind of the opposite of all the phrases, right? So in my mind, it's like, why do you believe all these things are not true or all these things are not useful or like, like just redundant, self-help, self-help book redundant, you know, the mind has created an identity for what is unknowingly attached to suffering and limitation this shadow identity doesn't want to let go of of control and the familiarity familiarity of playing small of playing small because it is afraid of it is afraid of trusting in the goodness of life and losing its happiness so basically um this ego of yours it's the shadow ego and it's 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 playing you. And and you have to in order to, to change what's going on in your life, you always have to remember that you have to change like your current um your current mindset. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh George Costanza in the Seinfeld episodes. Uh you know, he's for those of you who don't really know Seinfeld, he's like the downtrodden, uh negative guy, short, kind of stocky, bald. Uh, never has a girlfriend, <laughs> and one day he goes, if everything in my life I'm doing is is wrong, that must mean the opposite of right. It's my favorite uh, George Costanza quote. Anyways, so sometimes I, I quote that to people, and they go, wow, that's really profound. And I say, yeah, George Costanza. are like, really? Seinfeld, huh? So anyways, accept goodness because it thinks that love and happiness are things... They can be acquired lost stolen or depending on other people's circumstances uh go back to chapter one to understand that a little bit more uh yet the truth the truth is feeling happy loving the truth is feeling happy loving ourselves and believing in the goodness of life are all eternal commitments unrelated to the ever-changing outer world all right so feeling happiness is unrelated to the ever changing outer world. We are the only ones that are in control of how we experience our lives and that we and and we are that powerful. So you have to remember that you know people say it's like true happiness comes from within and that, that truly is the that truly is the truth. If you if you don't try to make every single situation the most positive it is that, um, <clears throat> that it can be. Even if, some people will say, even if you take a failure, even if you take a failure and go, oh, I failed at that. Well, now you know what you did wrong, and then you can correct it for the future. So you can always take your failures and say, boy, that was a really bad idea. Now I know how to do it right, right? That, that's how you have to think of failures and negative stuff. The mind's defense is against these optimi- optimistic affirmations is proof of the limitations it is putting on you and your experience of reality right now. In order, to, in order to liberate yourself from the limitations of your mind, you must release and replace the root program beliefs. So you have to take those negative beliefs where you go. Oh, there's no way I'm. I'm all these positive things, and you have to reprogram. You have to reprogram your mind, and in, in order to find find these new positive beliefs, okay, and replace the root program program beliefs, which we are preventing you from. Ex- which are preventing you from experiencing the love, peace, happiness, and freedom you are seeking. Anything and everything that is not self must go in order for you to break free it is the inner shred shedding and letting go process which makes uh, practicing the inner work uncomfortable at all times. Remember, the inner work is like your self, your inner self, right how how tightly uh, you cling onto your old self image, will determine the difficulty of the process you must have courage to look at the shadows with your honesty and take accountability you must have willingness to let go of rational, rationalizations wounded behaviors and thought patterns you must find that letting you might find that letting go is harder than you think because you are conditioning to get do defend prove or blame Yet the process of actualization, happiness is always the process of actualizing. Happiness is always been an acceptance, surrender, and humble allowance. We must be willing to let go of life we planned, so that we have the life that is waiting for us. That's a quote by Joseph Campbell. So we plan we plan lives. We we all do this. We plan these lives. Oh, I'm going to have this job. I'm going to graduate college. I'm going to have this job. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have three kids. I'm going to have a house. Bop 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 bop. And when those things go wrong, we start to say to ourselves, "We're not worthy of the things that we planned." (laughs) That's where our mind goes. Our mind goes to, since we failed this, we failed this life plan oh, I didn't get married by the age of 28. I didn't have kids by the age of 30. Da, 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 da. You immediately go, oh, I'm not worthy of it. I can't change it. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's <laughs> basically, you have to say to yourself, hm, I need a whole new plan. And And remember that everything that happened in your past, everything that happened in your past is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. It might feel like it exists. But those moments are gone. Everything is happening right here in the now. You have to remember that. Everything is happening right here in the now. I've talked about in other podcasts raising your frequencies. You have to raise your frequencies and your vibrations in order to change the channel that you're looking at. Remember, it's like a TV channel. All the TV channels exist at the same time. Every single TV channel exists at the same same time. You have to change the channel, change the frequencies of which channel you want to see to have the life that you prefer. In order to do that, you can go to some of my previous uh, podcasts to get more information because this one's going to be more about the book. Um, in order to do that, you have to seek your highest passion. You have to simply do What is your highest passion in that moment with the resources and tools that you have? And seek that out. It's I have said in other ones, it's as simple as um, sometimes a hobby, sometimes playing a video game, sometimes it's playing with puppies, sometimes it's finding a new job, sometimes it's it's, um, just doing the most simple thing, expect nothing. Right? Don't go into life with expectations or you're going to make yourself annoyed and angry when the expectations fall apart. And that that is a huge thing of, of, of self-inner healing. Accepting more for yourself. There are no boundaries to your happiness. Divine abilities and expressions of gratitude. If you only surrender... Uh, resistance to accepting the truth. No one has more access to happiness, divine happiness, divine creativity, or, or greatness than you do. We all share equal access to infinite joy, fulfillment, and peace. There's nothing actually to change, fix, or do out there in the world in order to to actualize your happiness. The real solutions are all. Within you, you only need to allow them to come true. You are in control of how much you resist, how much you receive. Nothing else needs to needs to change about yourself. You you can do it. So you have to make the change. You have to make this whole stupid list. It was so cringy, and I'm going to show it in the you know this list. That 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 that. It's, it's this this whole list. You are fully satisfied with life. I'm easy. I easily celebrate success. Other than others, I have no enemies. I am honest. I go with the flow. I trust. I always will be okay. I'm unique. I'm gift. That long cringy list. Prove yourself wrong and, and make it make it so you um <laughs> you start believing in yourself and those little simple things. Complete simple tasks. One day at a time just if you're really down and broken literally make one goal a day and just complete that one goal and if you don't make it make that goal that day do it again do something smaller just get start building your confidence exploring our resistance maybe your mind is thinking but my story is worse or different or this doesn't apply to me because Fill in the blank with your with your uh, mind's favorite uh, rationaliza- rationalization, and as to why you can't be happy and free right now, and you will see your own resistance is clearly. You're, you'll see your own resistances clearly. That person, that situation, that past event, that future worry, whatever your story is, your attachment to it is. V- is the very thing blocking you from the true freedom of lasting happiness you're seeking? So you're holding on to that thing and that is your block. That is pushing you. That is your wall. <laughs> your wall is, well, this is the problem. The first spiritual trap is to perceive your happiness as outside of yourself. Dr. David R. Hawkins. Good quote. The the good news back to the book, the good news is rationalizations you are experiencing are just stories your mind is telling you. That means they are not intrinsically or objectively true. They are just one opinion and perspective out of infinite possibilities. You can always choose to see your past or current situation from a different perspective, and in doing so, everything about it changes. For example, we can see our setbacks as signs as their own weakness or inability, or we can see them optimistically as signs of growth and change and evolution. If the, if the setback itself, it's not the setback itself that determines our experience of it, but our perspective and responses. Like I said earlier, it's hard to respond to this negative thing. Can you change it? Is there something you can do better? Is there something you can start doing? Is there something that you can change about yourself? You need to at least try and change your perspective. One of my biggest things in life was um, as a person who struggled with alcoholism. um, And (laughs) I used to always say to myself, like whenever I wanted to quit, quit drinking I used to always say to myself, oh, now I can't have another drink. You can have another drink. <laughs> I can't have 10, because obviously that leads to a path which we've already been down. We already know it's going to happen. But then people say, well, if I have one, then I have to have two. If I have two, then I have to have three. And so on, it leads to another another. But you see, you've put that in your head already. You put that in your head already. You have to change your perspective. Um, and then of course there's a physical, there's a physical side to it. Yes, there you do. In order to break a drinking habit, you have to be sober for six months. <laughs> That's how you break an addiction. That's kind of like a scientific thing as well. Just so you know, so you do have to find a moment in your life of, of sobriety in order to break a drinking habit. But then of course, people always say, Oh, I want to drink. I can't drink. As soon as you say, I can't drink. Now you're giving yourself a challenge. I can't drink. Well, I can have one drink. It'll be okay. Uh, Yeah, just limit yourself to that one, right? You have to know your limitations, know how you're going to react, and learn from your, your past mistakes. The good is back to the book. The good news is, uh, let's see here. We, okay, as we continue along the journey together, you will begin to see that the mind mind's insistence of blaming the outside of itself is something that we innocently inherited as part of being human. Have compassion for yourself as you explore your own resistance to being truly happy and just know that your resistance your resistances do not define uh, don't, don't define you. There is something you are experiencing, but they're not who you are. So the, your resistance, your problems, are not who you are. Don't define. Don't define yourself as the problem. Don't define. Right? You are not your problem. Right? You are you. You can change who you are. Doing the inner work means that your shadows and unhealed wounds will be revealed to you in order to be understood, accepted, and finally released and transcended. However, it is important to point out that your shadows will continue to re- to evolve as you do. So you must always maintain uh, humanity, uh, you almost you, you always need to maintain humility and vigilance of any possible new blind spots to your pro- progress. Every stage of human evolution has obstacles and temptations to be aware of. Therefore, the inner work is a com- uh, con- contemplative lifestyle approach, not something to attain, attain or, uh, or a destination to arrive at. So basically, you have to remember that as you continue to grow, new struggles will appear and you need to attack each of these struggles as you did the previous one, right? You have to remember that there's always going to be something new that you have to um, fix, (laughs) not fix, but pay attention to, right? Prevent it from becoming the huge problem. And um, the inner work is, is is not a destination to arrive at. Like in chapter one, they talked about the horizon. The horizon is, is, is a fictional line, which in our minds we think we can't pass that horizon. But then once we pass that horizon, if we go from, okay, the earth has a horizon, the solar system has a horizon, the galaxy of the horizon right the goal is always moving always changing <clears throat> knowing knowing the the tendencies of the mind you you must you must be kind to yourself in order to fully heal and heal any wounds you uncover the best way to find compassion is to see see that your experiences are impersonal and not actually about you but just but just what you are experiencing. Do not confuse the limiting uh, initial dialogue inside, you, uh, inside your mind as the ultimate reality. That's really good. I, I like that part. In order to be re- re- reborn as your true self, which is free from rationalizations and excuses, and to accept the infinite peace we speak of, you must release the attachment to the shadow identity and resistance your mind has constructed over your lifetime. This may be difficult to do at first because an untamed mind will fight to uh, reinforce the past programming. So, it's hard for you to go against the things that you have learned your entire life. Maybe from your parents, maybe from your friends, maybe from schools, religions... Um, past programming of your mind can be hard to rewire. <laughs> it's not easy. A lot of times people need therapy and stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, just someone to kind of help you guide through it. The defensive the defensiveness is not personal, It's not personal, just how your mind works. Wounded themes of consciousness, like rejection, judgment, overwhelm judgment, overwhelm, loss. Distrust, in inadequacy. I said it good. <laughs> uh, violations and insecurities become so familiar to us that our mind strives to defend its belief system throughout the uh, instant internal dialogue. Throughout an insistent, insistent internal dialogue. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. This is, uh, some of this hard for me to fucking read. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's, that's, that's really, I, I just love it. The constant inner dialogue of thoughts will automatically reinforce support and seek validation from its perspective. Unless we become aware of what is actually taking place, you'll never be able to move on from it. Know that uprooting these mental narratives would mean the death, the death of an identity the mind has worked so hard to formulate and must have compassion during this revealing process. We all have accumulated rationalizations as to why we can't possibly so be so loved, accepted, happy, and free as who we are. The mind says things like, Don't embarrass yourself. You're not good enough. You're just, you're just, you'll just fail. What will they think about you? <laughs> we think that all the time, don't we? What will they think about me? Right. The mind tells us that we can only be happy when other people or circumstances change. If he would just, if he would just ask me to marry him, that's that's probably like seventy percent of females' thoughts. If she would just stop nagging me. <laughs> <laughs> we go towards the men too, don't worry. Uh if I only had more money, if I paid off my debt, if I moved, right, all these things. There's always that if I do this, if I do that, if I do that, like like um all these all, these are all external factors, right? <laughs> these aren't things about you, these are things that are happening to you, but they're not about you. That's why you gotta create your own happiness from within the internal dialogue even tries to convince us that we need to struggle and fight for our deserved happiness it's a cold tough world out there better better to uh, better be best if i want to succeed better be the best if i want to succeed like be the best person i guess uh, remember i'm reading this this was the first read Technically, the second read, I, I, I go through it and kind of plan the podcast a little bit. But it's it's the first read for the most part. There's not enough for everyone. Better earn it. <laughs> uh, they are my competition. Ooh, like all the other people around you, they're competition. <laughs> These mental narratives lack, lack the limitation that keep us from ever stepping outside our our conditioned spectrum of consciousness and experiencing something new and expiring. Ah, see, that's good. Wow. Um, not, not because it is special in any particular way, but only radical, because so few people accept it for themselves. All have equal access to happiness and, and greatness. If experiencing true love, Lasting joy and inner peace are rare. It is only because so few have the courage to put down their suffering, and and have faith in the goodness of life. Commitment is key. Nothing, nothing that even even when, not, or I'm sorry, not nothing. Notice notice that even when we're right at the cusp of becoming a higher version of our potential. The boundaries within the mind keep us in check by convincing us that we can't do it. It won't work. We'll look dumb. Or it just wasn't meant for us. (laughs) I laugh at these things because we have these thoughts. I have these thoughts all the time, right? This probably won't work. I waited too long. What if I can't do it? These are... This is just a few few things that are i'm fine but this this is just the way things are i'm fine with it and i should and i should just stop trying boy i think that sometimes to myself this is just the way it is right i can't i can't fix it right whole bunch of other phrases here you know i just keep going uh the most important realization of the inner work is that the sources of our dis- dissatisfaction is the mind internal dialogue, not the subject of its complaints. Change is terrifying to the untamed mind. Even, even when exposed to true happiness through, uh, through wit- witnessing it in others, we reject, we reject it outright through the de- denial or projection. Most of our minds are actually very suspicious of someone emulating genuine, innocent, unconditional love and inner peace. Seeing someone else is their light. Seeing someone else shine their light unapologetically can trigger an insecure mind. <laughs> They're so fake. Uh, phrases like this. They're so fake. That's that's so naive. They don't they just don't know what the struggle is. They haven't had enough life experience yet, they'll see, stuff like that. So you see people being positive and you just nah fuck it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to them. They, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Shit like that. Like you just immediately you just immediately punch it right out of the way. Um our collective inheritance whether our conscious whether we are conscious of it or not, we all inherited limited beliefs thoughts and programming to the counterproductive to our being and bring suffering over a long enough period of exposure the belief becomes so familiar to us that the that they formulate a limited identity within us whether this is wondering they came directly through parent Parents, teachers, religious figures, friends, or indirectly through inf- influences society—we all got it. So we all have these negative, these negative beliefs. The universe doesn't make mistakes. Charles Pinterest Pen- Prentice. Charles Prentice. All right. Getting back to the book. The desire to hide I had to take a drink, sorry. The desire to hide, deny or reject our insecurities, pain, anger, or sadness ultimately hurts us further. Mm, that's good. we like to hide it. Don't we we like to hide the, the pain is so true. When repressed and buried and buried, our emotions will slowly poison us from within. Ah, oh, that's painful and true. From every denial and re- rejection of our emotions is only a rejection of our self. If we resist the existence of our shadows, if we resist the existence of our shadows, they will only continue to thrive through denial and fear of them. Oh, we we sit there in fear of our negative beliefs. That is true. That is true. To feel is to heal. To feel is to heal. Let it out, people. Cry sometimes. <laughs> Explain yourself to 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 your friends and family. Let them know. Let it out, man. At least at least say it out loud to yourselves. I find that to be very truthful. If we say it out loud to ourselves, it helps me. It helps me get through the day sometimes. It it might turn into some ugly crying, but yeah, <laughs> it helps. The inner work process is an invitation that allows emotions under, allows emotions understand them and uh, understand them with compassion, and finally re- release those that are not serving us. Oh, you have to release those inner inner passions. You know, <laughs> you gotta release it. Your problem is that you're too busy holding on to your unworthiness. <laughs> Ramdaz if you're into spirituality Ramdaz is a great great person The Human Potential we got like another page I skipped a little bit here because it's it's too much to read all of it <clears throat> and I don't want to just make this word for word reading it so I cut some of it out it, get the book there you go the inner, the inner work there's a picture of it for the people on YouTube it's really good Due to our unique ability to make consciousness, conscious choices, and exercise a spiritual will, humans are actually capable of experiencing dramatically different levels of rates of evolution, i.e., or an example of, is that actually what it stands for? <laughs> I just kind of made it up and wrote the definition myself. Themes, in, i.e., themes of consciousness, true freedom, and lasting happiness are examples of degree of evolution in human consciousness. Just as themes of rejection, inadequacy, accountability, and understanding are as well. Ah, they're just part of your evolution. Having all these doubts. Each season, the human experience has differing, differing inner obstacles, uh, shadows, and attachments to overcome in order to allow grander... In order to allow a grander paradigm and view life to come forth, continuously becoming more loving and free, free as we spiritually mature. The next stage of human evolution is not physical adaptation, but evolution of uh, consciousness, the internal shift that can only be brought about through the inner choice of peace, happiness, and love. That is powerful. Self discipline is making the higher choice again and again. Alien Grace O'Brien That's that's basically chapter two guys. It's it's saying the thing that you get out of it is that you have to delete these negative sorry, you have to delete these negative beliefs. These things that you have been sticking with for years. Like I read that list to you in the beginning, and you have to ask yourself why am I so negative towards this list, right? Why do I look at that list that cringy list and and I get so painful of it? I am pure, I am innocent i am already i am already worthy. I forgive myself, I forgive myself and others. I am wanted and needed. I am seen, I am free from my past, all these things I go oh it's so painful like like I said in the beginning of it. It's kind of like you have to open up to these concepts and work through them. Work through them. Why is it that I feel this way about myself? Why am I so negative towards myself? After all, I'm all I got. I am what I am and that is enough. (laughs) That is a great mantra to repeat to yourself. I am what I am and that is enough. I exist there's nothing, there's no non-existence doesn't exist. That's by definition, I exist, right? You are divine. You have been created by God. You have been created by divinity. You have been created by the all. The all, the source, the creator, um, it's all the same thing. Every version of, of God is a reflection of himself of the all of the one so therefore all representations of god must be true (laughs) okay so let's let go of some of these individual religions and you can go ahead and celebrate the individual religions but remember it's it's the same as all the other ones you know don't don't think that they're not coming from the same place right the all is the one and the one is the all that, that's that's from some of the other podcasts uh, I did, and I will continue those other podcasts. But I just I got this book. Um, I'll go back and forth a little bit between them. Uh, I, I do want to make a podcast talking about the Greys and the Ascension Project, uh, the how humans are the sixth hybrid race amongst uh, amongst you know the Greys, the little gray. Aliens with the big black eyes. uh, How their their future representations of ourselves. They're actually part human. And things like that. That that will be coming in another podcast. I've been trying to put that one together. But it's a lot to put down. Anyways, that was chapter 2. My name is Dave. DJ podcast. David James. DJ. (laughs) Uh, D-E-E-J-A-Y podcast p o d c a s t s dot com um actually that one goes to the sports one uh d e e j a y uh oh boy i gotta get it hold on one d e e j a y y o u i v e r s e com. That's it. (laughs) That I finally read it right. Uh, That's the spiritual one. Uh, You know, I do them every day. I put them down. Maybe not every day. At least one once or twice a week. But um, anyways, I want to cut it cut it off here. I don't like when they run too long. We went forty minutes. I like to keep it around thirty. DJ podcast. Uh, Let's see you. uh, uh, Hopefully you enjoy my podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying the book the inner work it's a great book um we're gonna next one's gonna be chapter the next podcast is either gonna be chapter three or something about the greys and and that whole thing um there we go